this week, the sky is asking us to take our power back in the name of, in honor of our dreams. Yes, I'm going to talk about that and what it means for you and oh, so much more on today's episode of Cosmic Rx Radio. But first... Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. I am your high-vibe hype woman, your cosmic consultant, your celestial strategist, cosmic cutie, reporting for duty at your service. It's Maddie Murphy. This <laughs> getting a little grandiose with my self-intro, but I am here for it. Baddies, how are we doing? How are you? How was the Virgo full moon for you? Did you bust out the spiritual scissors? Did we bust out the bruja broom? Did we just like clear off some psychic dust as we Make our way through Pisces season. It is like that last, I don't know, rinse repeat cycle on the zodiac year before we go into the rebirth of Aries season. So if you've been feeling it, if you've been feeling something come up that's asking you to surrender, to trust, to go back into some healing, to rest, you are not alone. I've been right there with you. And I'm going to talk about this upcoming week is, I don't want to say it's mellow, but there's no huge, huge, huge transits. I'm going to really be talking more about the sun and Saturn are meeting up, which happens once a year, and what what that means for you, how we can work with it, okay? Because if it's an energy that if we're not aware of it, it can feel heavy AF. When we're aware of it, we can understand how it's actually helping us, supporting us, and pushing us to take radical responsibility to be the bad bitches that we are in honor of our biggest hopes and dreams. So as we get into that, first we got to do, you know, if astrology isn't real, we got to talk about the moon. And before that, Virgo announcements. Speaking of Saturn, the wait list is officially open. Check the show notes. Check our link in bio on our Cosmic Rx Instagram. But we are opening up the waitlist for our very special elite Saturn Return membership group. This is going to be a one-year group program that is like group therapy mixed with cosmic coaching for anyone who is in their Saturn Return. It's going to be your first Saturn Return, your second one. We wanted to create a container, essentially, to help you navigate this really pivotal, important time. We read a lot about it online. There's a lot of, you know, hemming and hawing happening on the internet, but we found there's not a lot of integrative, real-life support using everything from astrology to coaching to mindset work to just community, community hype. So if you're in your Saturn return and you've been feeling like you could use some support and you want to not just survive this time, but dare we say thrive during this time, check out that waitlist, get your name on there for first access, special deals, all of that. I'm really hyped on that. And other Virgo announcement, Astro Accelerator Program, my small group coaching, this is eight people max, 
by the time of this recording, it may all be filled up in the spots, but check it out or put yourself on the wait list for the next one that will open up in about four months. Really special, really excited, really looking forward to that. It's just my one-on-one mentoring, but done in a smaller group. So it's a little bit more financially accessible and you get the wisdom and activation and integration of working with some some cosmic peers in that space. So those are my Virgo announcements, trying to keep them short and sweet. So let's shift gears. Let's move on to if astrology isn't real. Now, it's Pisces season. We've been in Pisces season for a few days now at the time of listening to this. And I just first night of Pisces season had the craziest dream. It was highs and lows, so it's super wild. But I also met with a colleague in my dream and she gave me great advice. And I woke up and I was like, that is super crazy because I actually really needed to hear that. That was really clarifying. And then I started to think of if astrology isn't real, then why have there been so many times in my life by Pisces moon where my dreams have really taught me something? And then I was listening to a quick YouTube short from an astrologer. I love SJ Anderson. Go check him out. And he's primarily on YouTube and Twitter, I believe. But he was talking about in honor of Pisces season, there is a whole Wikipedia page dedicated to lists of works based on dreams. What? I was like, okay, I love this because I've heard, I've heard certain things. Primarily the one that always sticks with me is Albert Einstein, who, hey, is a Pisces, says that the theory of relativity came to him in a dream about cows. And I remember one time, I may or may not have taken a little bit of an edible and watched documentary about Albert Einstein with my girl, Jamie, <laughs> Lexi Eve, in Joshua Tree. And, oh, we're like, oh, shit, like, Einstein was just downloading so much. Like, we're watching this. I'm like, there's no way. Just, like, his human brain just, like, parsed through all of this. And then we're researching it. And, yeah, so I guess he used a lot of lucid dreaming to solve problems, which is so Pisces season. And if you want, check out this Wikipedia page because it's so, if astrology isn't real, like it's Pisces season, of course we're going to work through some things in the dream realm. Everything from Mary Shelley's Frankenstein to the person who invented the sewing machine, Elias Howe, it came to him in a dream. What else was there? Oh, just Niels Bohr won a Nobel Prize for physics. The structure of the atom came to him in a dream. So this is just, you know, the next time that someone says that you're being, you know, you're living in dreamland or, you know, get your feet back in reality. You're like, no, thank you. I'm happy to be in the dream realm. And we do want discernment. We want our feet a little bit on the earth. But I love that in the dream realm, look what can happen. I just wanted to put that out there because, like I said, it's Pisces season. Of course, of course, we're going to be working on some things in the subconscious realm. So, you know, spoiler alert a little bit for the planetary planning this week, but we're going to be following our dreams in the earth plane, like doing shit, doing work to make them happen. But we're also going to be like quite literally listening to our dreams, documenting them, or offering things up to the dream realm. Like if you have a problem you got to solve, offer it, offer it to the to the astral realm, to the subconscious realm. Daddy Neptune, let's see what we can get done during Pisces season while we snooze. You know this Pisces moon loves that invitation. So that's my astrology isn't real. It's very Piscean, right? Like I had nothing to do with pop culture at all. Nothing to do with politics or current events, but just something that was on my Pisces moon's little brain. 
All right, so let's move on to talking about the moon. You know we love her. We need her. We like her. We love her. We want some more of her always presenting to us the moon. This is where, if you're new here, we look at what's going on with the moon to understand our emotional world so we can feel more centered, more grounded. And it's so funny. It's just every week. Last week, actually, the big of astrology isn't real moment is so many of you flooded, pun intended, the DMs to say that when we had that, what did we start the week with a cancer moon, Pisces Sunday, that everyone was in tears, bawling, couldn't stop crying, children couldn't stop crying. A few of you who are in the LA area were like LA, which is normally, you know, dry and sunny. LA was like rainy, rainy, rainy. So we're we're always living in tune with the moon, whether we realize it or not. But when we realize it, we can externalize it and actually work with it versus just thinking WTF is wrong with me. So without further ado, Monday the 26th, we have a Virgo moon in the morning, 9.29 a.m., ending the morning there. And then Libra, that's shifting off of the full moon weekend. And then we have a Libra moon starting at 9.29 Eastern time. And that goes to the 27th to the 28th till 10.08 p.m. So Libra moon Pisces sun, it's dreamy, it's romantic. We're coming off of this Venus Mars conjunction. It's the time where we want to be creative. Maybe we want to bring in some romance into our lives, into our current relationships. Maybe we want to go out on a date, do some dream weaving. I love like thinking about consuming art during this time, whether it's like just going on a deep dive on the internet, reading about your favorite artist, watching a documentary about an artist, or going to a gallery or museum. Something with that like Pisces Libra energy. It's like, let's get lost in the art or in the heart. We love that for us. We're just going to look out for sometimes Pisces Libra combo can be very much, v much into the people pleasing. So we are shifting out of our people pleasing era as the North Nodes in Aries, mind you. So look to those days as the moon is working with the south node. Is there any patterns coming up, beliefs, actions, behaviors, where you're being asked to let go of and transmute some of that people-pleasing behavior, right? So keeping our eyes out, keeping our awareness on that. Then we're going into 28th, 29th, and then into March 1st, we have Scorpio moon days. So first of all, happy Leap year birthday to all my leap year babies, including Heather Love, who one of my all-time favorite Pisces. But these Scorpio moon days, we're going deep. It's a leap day, leap year leap day on a Scorpio moon. Wow, shit's about to get real. It's cosmic. It's a portal. We're going deep. So with that Scorpio moon energy, we are going to be feeling super intuitive. We're going to be picking up on a lot around us, right? Suns and Pisces, moons and Scorpio. And you might just be asked to really investigate like some feelings, some nudges coming up. Trust if you're getting some intuitive hits, if you need, you know, kind of help parsing through what your intuition might be telling you. Divination tools like pendulums, oracle cards, runes might be something that helps you like make them a little more concrete. So we're looking out for those days. All that watery energy, Pisces plus Scorpio can really bring on victim mindset. So we want to challenge that resist the idea that we are a victim in anything and kind of seeing how we can feel more empowered and take more responsibility for ourselves those days. But oof, yes, leap day on a Scorpio moon. Very exciting. Then for the weekend, 
March 2nd and March 3rd, it's Sag Moon Weekend, which is super fun, playful. That's Pisces Sun, Sag Moon, very mutable. Again, it's a very dreamy energy. It's asking you to sort of do something to plug into inspiration, into your spiritual practices, into that truth-seeking part of you. So maybe it's a good time to take like a yoga class or dive back into that metaphysics, you know, book you're reading and listen to a podcast about something that's completely foreign to you. More that's just here to expand your mindset. We want to think about expanding and living in that place of living in in spirit. What do we need to do to get us back into that, right? Like it's okay to lose it. It's human nature. But what's something that you know lights you up in that way? And then we just look out for it when it's double mutable signs. But like we can think about just not overcommitting. Sometimes on double mutable days, we can get a little wishy-washy with our boundaries. We can kind of lose sight of what's in a priority that's our, you know, our commitments. So just thinking about that and staying grounded those days. Moving on, zipping right through. Is this going to be like an efficient podcast during Pisces season? Gasp. This is so unlike me. We have, as we go into this week, I'm going to give you some of the astrological headlines. Last week was packed with a lot of stuff. One thing I did not have time to talk about last week, but it was the North Node was conjunct Chiron on the 19th. The only reason I'm bringing that up now is because we're going to have our solar eclipse on April 8th in Aries is going to be conjunct Chiron. So it's good to think about like what might have come up for you themes around identity, around confidence, around maybe like who you are or or the risk or courage to take on a new risk or or make a big leap or any kind of thing that felt sticky or charged that came up on the 19th may be resurfacing again as we go into eclipse season. Okay. So just circle, circle, star, star that. Then we go into this week. What's going on? What are the headlines? On the 27th, on Tuesday, we have a Mars-Jupiter square. And on the 28th, we have the sun blinks up with Saturn, like I said. And really, you know, there's some obviously like micro stuff happening in there. But those are the big headlines. What does this mean? So let's let's break it down. So we have Mars, the planet of action, the planet of ambition is squaring Jupiter, the planet of our dreams, the planet of, sorry, not our dreams, like sleeping dreams. That's more Neptune, but of like our vision is a better way of calling it. Jupiter is expanding in us something that, you know, is lighting us up and Jupiter really magnifies things, right? So with the Mars in Aquarius, which Aquarius is also a very visionary energy, square Jupiter in Taurus, this is a feeling of like you're something you've been working on, something you've been thinking about. You might get like an activation, like a spontaneous combustion on the cosmic level that gives you the opportunity to take this dream right into the next stratosphere, to kick it into the next gear. It can, Mars is a little hot-headed, Jupiter likes to be right and Jupiter expands. So there could also be a battle of wills or like a know-it-all energy or a confrontation around like ideologies happening this day. So it's an energy, it's not a day to argue with people because no one's going to want to really back down. It is a day though to see like, what is something that I can do to get some momentum going on my dreams? And I mean that doubly so because then the next day on the 28th, 
Sun and Saturn meet up and actually Mercury. So Sun is conjunct, Mercury is conjunct Saturn. So we know Sun is the giver of all life. The Sun's rays illuminate the zodiac sign for the season to help us understand a cosmic assignment for the zodiac season. It helps us focus on things. In this case, it's Pisces. So I talked about that a little bit last week, but Pisces energy is asking us to be in our kind of dreamiest, most etheric self. It's asking us to release, to cry, to transmute so we can transcend, so we can transform in our rebirth of Aries season. It's asking us to step into more compassion with ourselves and others. And it's asking us to surrender and trust in some way. I always find this theme comes up during Pisces season of like, there's some sort of big release that's happening on the collective. And then of course, in Mercury, Mercury is also aligning with that. So our thoughts, our our antenna, it's all very attuned to yet more of the nonverbal realm, the, the emotional realm, the artistic realm, the imaginative, intuitive realm. And so, yeah, we're having maybe a lot of creative ideas or intuitive downloads. Again, maybe that's the happening in the dream realm, a la Mary Shelley and Albert Einstein. Um, and then Saturn is there, though, which Saturn has been in Pisces, we know, since last March, which is kind of bringing a little bit of reality check to it, a little bit of a feeling like, okay, great, this is your dream, this is your intuitive nudge, this is what your heart is pulling you to and your soul is pulling you to. Are you ready to put your money where your mouth is? Are you ready to put some systems into place to make this happen? Are you ready to really honor yourself with self-discipline, right? To be a disciple to yourself. Are you ready to set yourself up for success and, and, and roll your sleeves up and put some diligent efforts towards whatever this Sun, Mercury, Pisces is illuminating, is showing to you? It also, I'm warning you, might manifest as obstacles, as blocks, as challenges. These are not to derail you or discourage you or have you say, throw your hands in the air and be like, I give up. That's not it, okay? The Saturn challenges and detours and things that don't go right are asking you to either trust the reroute or to have some perseverance and persistence or to build some muscle that comes with the discomfort, right? Of of really being like, no, I can do this. I can figure this out. I can let this make me stronger, right? This can help me almost in this challenge, helps me get to be the version of me that I want to be, to embody this thing that I want to do, right? And I love that when we think about be, do, have, feel in terms of like when we have a vision board or you know, we're, we're putting together some kind of manifestation, it's like be, do, have, feel are great words to check into, right? Like who do I have to be? We probably start with have most likely when we're doing a vision board, but it's like, say you want to have a new house, new relationships, have access to travel more. Okay. Who do I have to be to get that done? Right. Let's have a person who gets to feel all these things who maybe their person is really confident or really disciplined or open hearted or magnetic or intuitive or creative. And then what do I have to do to get there? Right. What are the tasks, the habits, the rituals? the patterns, the things that are going to help me you know, get there. And then, of course, how do I want to feel from all that? Why do I want those things, right? If I want to be in a relationship, I want to feel loved. If I want to get that better job, I want to feel maybe abundant. If I want to travel more, it's because I want to feel free or inspired. And something about looking at this be, do, have, feel way of connecting to your dreams, it brings in the Saturnian element. 
it brings in a lot of different elements. So I always like to encourage people to kind of tune into that, especially when you're making a vision board or crafting together some sort of manifestation practice. Saturn and Pisces is like we're manifesting, but with meaning, right? Like we're doing it like we mean it. We're we're putting some muscle, right? Manifesting with muscle. Not that we're forcing it, not that we're struggling, but that we're like, hey, I'm ready to show up and I'm ready to initiate with some sort of sacred action. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this because I believe in this dream so much. And yeah, again, watching out for the Saturn on this can make moods heavier. It can even feel like a little like messy, depressy energy. And that's okay. Do what you need to do to let the emotions move through you, tend to yourself, but then not get like completely thrown off track. And just again, the Saturn, the challenge, the roadblock, the reroute, the thing that feels hard, I promise you, if you let it, it's leading you somewhere better. The hard work is asking you to understand like how your heart works even more. And just, you know, the final thing I'll wrap up with this story with is, or this podcast with is, a story of this week, I got to go out with some of Life Wizard's friends from college and we were on the water. It was very, a very great start to Pisces season. And I got to talking to one of his friends who came from a very rough area, somewhere in Texas, didn't come from a lot of money, didn't have a lot of support by his side, ended up going to you know, an Ivy League college because he was very smart and, and great at football and other things. And, you know, when he came time to graduate, you know, some people were taking or traveling or having like, you know, really low paying internships. He's like, no, I need a job. I need a, a J-O-B, a job, job, job. That's it. Like I'm on my own. I've been on my own, but I'm really on my own after, you know, the financial aid and stuff kicks off, kicks out. So he had a job at a bank, some big bank. And for whatever reason, they had to defer the start, which normally he'd be starting in, you know, end of May, June. They're like, yeah, we can't take you on until November, December. And he was panicked, 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 because it's like, how I don't have the money to survive that. I can I literally am at, this is, F. everyone else is like happy for the break. They get to go <laughs> travel and, and, you know, just do whatever. So he just saw this listing for this company and I think it was like for dispatching trucks, right, or something. And it was at like this is local college job fair. And I think the guy was only there because essentially the guy at the job fairs wanted to go back and visit his college. He's like, this is a very like entry, entry, entry level job, does not pay really much at all. Are you sure you want this? And he's like, yeah, I need the job. And so again, in his mind, he's like, I can't believe I just went to this fancy college. And now I'm like, not exactly. It's not how the plan went out, dispatching trucks blah, blah, blah. And there could have been the moment where you give up or you just see the bad and everything, right? You just see how this is a mess up, how you've been disappointed, dejected, defeated, and how this is the old story coming up, right? Or you can do what, to this guy's credit, he's like, great, I'm, it's my job. I'm going to do it 110%. And he just looked at it like a miracle and answered his prayer. He's like, worst case, I'll just work it for a few months and then go over to the, the bank job in the winter. Turns out he ended up loving it. He was really good at the work and he ended up just rolling his sleeves up, you know, putting his head down, doing some hard work, showing up, sharing his skills, his talents, and realizing that like he really liked connecting with people who are truck drivers and 
long story short, he's like the CEO of the company now and doing very well for himself and always remembering his roots, where he came from, taking good care of, of his employees, um, has a beautiful family. And I was just taking it in and being like, that is one of those stories that I love of just trusting the reroute, trusting the set turning in energy that like Saturn may be throwing you a curveball or throwing you something and it's not to punish you or to take something away from you, but it's maybe to have you look at something differently or realize this is actually the more aligned path for you. But maybe it's going to take a little extra work. Like I'm sure those early years, it took extra work for him, right? He wasn't immediately making that that bank in money, but he got to do something that really connected him to his heart and soul. And then now he, he does have tapped into that abundance and everything, but on a much more aligned, authentic level. So I'm going to leave you on that note and just see this week, where's the dream ready to become a reality? Where is the dream ready for you to take some radical responsibility? And how can we just trust like Pisces season, be in the water, that if we come up against a rock or a block, we move around it, we flow around it, right? We don't just let it stop us in our tracks. So sending you all that mystical merbabe extra dose of love and hugs and just cosmic mojo for Pisces season. Until next week, I am all of that, wrapping you in stardust, of course, and sending you blessings for big, fat, juicy checks and hot, fulfilling, amazing toe curling sex. Until next week. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.